Hi there, listeners. We are Mackenzie and Jamie, and we are the hosts of the Made to Be Free podcast. We have conversations about pretty much everything, but we like to focus on holistic methods that will help you find real transformation and get further along on your journey to freedom. We are so glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're tackling a very interesting topic. Yes. Known as laziness. Laziness. I don't know about you, Mackenzie, but I'm super excited yes. to talk about my struggle with laziness. It's a it's a topic that um, is really misunderstood, I think. It is. I think so, too. Okay, so something happened this last week, and it was really heavy on my heart about the, just thinking through what is laziness and how is it showing up in my life. And um, so I was walking from one room to the other, and I saw something that needed to be fixed wasn't a big deal like it really was not like I could have walked by that thing and been like it's so not the end of the world but I caught myself wanting to be like and it would have taken me like two seconds and I felt like this check in my spirit of like why are you passing by that when it's something that you could be like it's something that is a good thing to do Mm -hmm. and you're purposefully walking by it why like I felt this check and then I started thinking about every day since that thing happened was like, where are those little things in my life that maybe on the surface don't seem that bad, but that maybe there's uh there's like a building and mm-hmm. it's actually showing up in bigger areas of my life too. Yeah. So I want, I thought what an interesting topic to, ta- it's nothing I don't, I don't know if we really talk. Uh, tackled laziness on here no I don't think we have as, as a general rule but we've tackled well we've talked a lot about intentional rest which is really good mm-hmm. and I think laziness is one of those things that people can they call a lot of things laziness that's actually not yeah. being lazy yeah. so I wanted to kind of talk about what what really is laziness and then kind of free people from it a little bit and then talk about what laziness isn't that's good And one of the things we want to say on the very front end of this is that we are not talking about somebody who's chronically ill or clinically depressed. Okay. Like if that's you right now, like you need to take care of you and your body. And so we don't want you to ever hear any shame in Mm -hmm. anything we're saying because for you and I have been in a state of severe anxiety and depression where it was very difficult for me. To even do the the simple task. Yeah. So I, you, you need to understand that mm-hmm. we have so much compassion for that. Yeah. So that, this, this might not be for you. Um, if you want to listen to it, it's fine, but we're just setting you free yeah. from that. Um, and then also this is not necessarily for those of you who might be workaholics because some of y'all need to learn how to take a nap Yeah, and how to not be so. Yeah. And not, and not everything is so important. Yes. I think. So let's set that up first. Yeah. I think people who overwork tend to not have a great, uh, idea of, they don't put the importance on a scale. Everything Mm -hmm. is important and everything needs to be done right now. And that usually breeds this kind of workaholism. So we're not talking to you either. We're talking to, to the rest of you. Yes, and it's actually the majority of the population. <laughs> it's the majority of the it's population. Like, you know, that's, that's really what's going on here. Um, and also to just set up um, that in the beginning of the Bible, like we we make no um, excuse for the fact that we are Bible believing Christians who love the you know love Jesus with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. We believe the Holy Spirit enables us to do the things we do, and in the beginning in creation, it literally says that God put 
them there to work. Like yeah. we're there to work. It's not like, oh, go hang out in this garden mm-hmm. and enjoy all these beautiful. Lay around be- all day. No. No. Like they had to tend to it. Tend to it. Do it. Like mm-hmm. there's there's something beautiful about work in and of itself. Yes. It is so fulfilling. Yeah. So that's how we're created. So let's just get that mm-hmm. out of the way. Yeah. No, that's really good. I think um, there's, I, I looked up in the Bible and the, the Bible compares laziness to a couple of different things. And the thing that really resonated with me is that it, it compares it to um, a deep sleep, which mm. I looked up, okay, what is the, what does the deep sleep mean? And basically it just means like an unawareness of your surroundings mm. and accomplishing nothing. So if we think about in our, yeah, yeah, in our day-to-day life and our surroundings, because what are we ultimately responsible for, right? Like, I'm not going to bash social media, but you're sitting on social media and you are looking into other people's homes. Mm -hmm. You're looking across the world at the problems. You're looking at different countries where people are traveling. But what is going on in your own surroundings? Mm -hmm. The the, the little, the radius from where you, where your feet are. Like what is going on in those surroundings and is there something that maybe the spirit of laziness has come and, and actually therefore causing you problems? Yeah, that's really interesting. And it actually brings to mind, um, procrastination because procrastination Mm. is a little different than laziness because it's more about postponing a task in order to do another task that we feel like is more desirable. And sometimes or or else that's like, you brought up social media Mm -hmm. I mean, I have been guilty so many times of scrolling through reel after reel after reel on, um, for those of you that do not know what reels are, they're little (laughs) short videos (laughs) that you can watch online on, uh, on social media. And most of the times they're really cute and funny Mm -hmm. and very entertaining. Nothing wrong with them guys. Nothing. They are so great. And sometimes you you actually learn really cool stuff from them. I've, I've saved recipes. I've saved ideas. Sure. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is when you are literally in this, like almost like a, your mind is in a cave and you're just scrolling through reel after reel. And then you literally have to shake yourself out and go be like, what, what is my life? Like, where am I right now? So that idea of being present to what's happening actually in the room with me, nothing wrong with it. Like, my kids and I will gather around on the couch mm-hmm. and go through funny <laughs> reels and we will laugh Us too. our heads off. It's like the new version of America's Funniest Home Videos, if any of you grew up on those. Yeah. Um, but so so it's not the thing that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's how am I using this and how am I overusing this? Yes. And am I procrastinating all these yep. other things? And or avoiding. I mean, avoiding. procrastination is, is definitely yes. one thing. Yeah. I I This is true in my life. Procrastination is a result of perfectionism for oh, me. Yes. It's not because I don't want to do oh, it. Yes. It's not because I don't want it done. It's not because I'm lazy. Yeah. And most of the time it is the, the fact that I want it done so well and I don't think I can live up to the standards that I have yep. put on it. It's true. And so I, that's something that I really have to really have to address in myself. Like, why am I avoiding this? Is it because yeah. I know that I'm not going to be able to get it to the place that I have built up in my mind, right? So, yep. you know, there's a lot of different ways we avoid, reasons why we avoid, mm-hmm. and it can kind of devolve into laziness. Well, and I've had this personal experience, but I was reading a little bit about just laziness in general. And um, there was a psychologist who was talking about how um, there's actually people who fear success. And so laziness or just putting things off is Ooh. a way to sabotage success because you're like, mm, 
Yeah. I, I know I have done that in I've my been life. there. Yes. <laughs> For sure. And I've, it's actually been something I've been asking God to break me free from. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got to stop fearing what will happen if it goes right. Yeah. Like, I got to stop that. Oh, yeah. Because I just know that's not God's best for me. No. Or for that's anybody else listening. That's a good point. That is a really good point. Because I think, especially people who understand what anxiety is, like you and I both mm-hmm. confess that we actively live with varying degrees of mm-hmm. anxiety and we've surrendered it and sometimes it's not there and sometimes yep. it is. Is that, you know, basically you're just borrowing trouble from the future, right? You're just like, this could go wrong, right? (laughs) But it can also be, what if this all goes right? Am I going to be able to handle any of this? What if I just got all of these things that God is telling me? Like, what if? That actually scares me more because I'm great in a crisis. I can handle bad stuff happening. I can clean it up, right? (laughs) What happens when it goes well? What happens when it goes well? You know, I think too, okay, this is a little bit of a side note, but hey, let's go with it. We like to just stream of consciousness here. Um, (laughs) But I think too, when you see a lot of leaders who fall, they get to the pinnacle of, let's say, quote unquote, success. Mm -hmm. And then you see the big fall. Yeah. I'm telling you what, that strikes terror in my heart. Like, what if I got to this place where people were actually... Mm -hmm interested in me mm-hmm. as a as a leader as a maybe a thought leader or mm-hmm. something and then they're like mm. I, i'm like what's next and you, then they you find s- out you're human exactly yeah like and i i mean it's something i i defend people uh, i better be careful but i try to i do defend people's humanness though because yeah. i think i get so upset at the people who are just ready to attack yeah. pastors and mm-hmm. attack people like obviously we need accountability and obviously we need like when people are being abused like that's mm-hmm. got to be stopped like yeah like now mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like there seems like there's almost like this rush to just destroy people's lives over oh, things yeah. it's like come on guys they're human like I, find, I don't yeah. like that and maybe it's because I'm like I know how imperfect I am and I would hate if you treated me that way because yeah. I know I haven't done everything perfectly yeah I don't know. That's totally. A oh, it's so side good. Note, it but. reminds me. I mean, on that side note, while we're on that rabbit trail, <laughs> um, there was this thing that I wrote down. We were we were just uh, a few people and I were just going through our notes and giving these like, you know, funny, like sticky statements that God has given us. Right. Mm-hmm. To like just, you know, see what's out there. And and I may have copied this from something or it may have been. I don't even know because I didn't credit to anybody, but it was um, embrace the platform, reject the pedestal. It was, it was a reassurance to me that every single, every single Christian, we are called to go in the world and make disciples. We all have a platform. I'm not talking about a stage on Sunday. Right. I'm talking about a platform. I'm talking about influence. Influence. Yeah. 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 It's like this right here. This is our platform to speak hope into lives. Right. Everybody gets a platform at some point and embrace that, reject any kind of pedestal that Mm -hmm. anyone wants to put you on. Cause Mm -hmm. people will say really encouraging things to me and you know, seek seek advice and things like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, I want to stay in a place of yes. like, this is not about me. Like a humble posture. Uh, a humble posture. Yeah. Um, because I, I think I do fear the fall. Mm-hmm. I really do fear yeah. people seeing me not as just someone who, a very human person that's yeah. just trying her best to follow Jesus and failing some days. Yeah, because there's so many things that happen in my life. I just feel... I feel so imperfect all the time. And so you're what you mentioned about like 
if I can't do it perfectly, mm-hmm. that's that's that falls right in line with this. It's yeah. like if I can't do it perfectly, then then should I do it at all? And yeah. then I'll just avoid it and I'll stay in obscurity and I won't put myself out there. I mean, right. Yep. Oh, we can come up with any reason we need to to stay in obscurity. So we're trying to we're walking along with you, mm-hmm. dear listeners. Yeah. Um, if any of you are feeling that, um, yeah, we would love love if you would share that with us though. If you're if there if you feel comfortable, I know some of you have written in before, and just talked about the things that you're dealing with, and I'm just curious if that's speaking to anybody. That idea of like if it can't be perfect. And if I'm not sure it's going to be perfect, I just don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Um, one of, I, I really thought this was interesting. Um, one of the synonyms for laziness is actually a word called indolence. And it comes from a Latin word that means without pain or oh. without taking trouble. Mm. Without taking trouble. So, I'm, so the easy way. It's the easy way. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I think that the, that I felt like the Holy Spirit was kind of checking my spirit about is like, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you're taking the easy way yeah. The and you're avoiding like temporary pain right now mm-hmm. for, you know, and I, I, I want to talk to you about that. I just felt like that. Yeah. I just mm. want to, I want to talk to you that's about good. that. So anyway, um, okay. So let's talk about what we see in the Bible about work and laziness. Okay. Um, because there's, there's a lot actually. Yeah, there is I, actually when I was looking it up, I was, I was like, well, this is a pretty important subject. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, well, it's all over Proverbs. You can look up Proverbs, okay. you know, Proverbs is actually, I mean, if you're struggling with discipline, yeah. Proverbs is a great thing to read through. I like to read oh, through so like once or twice a year, yeah. read through Proverbs. Cause Absolutely. it's such a good, clear reminder of things. It's just like, this, this is what we need mm-hmm. to do. And this is the heart we do it. This is the mind behind it. And yeah. if you don't do these things, you know, here's the fruit or the lack of fruit. But the, the verse I was talking about earlier about that referenced deep sleep was Proverbs nineteen fifteen. It says mm-hmm. laziness induces deep sleep mm-hmm. and a lazy person will go hungry. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of times the Bible, when they're talking about hunger, they're talking about spiritual hunger. Sure. Yeah. So yes, could be either one. It could be <laughs> yeah. either one. It's like you you don't make your hands busy doing the work that you need to physically feed yourself, mm-hmm. but if you allow your mind to be lazy and avoiding yeah. the, pain the pain and all of that that you were just talking about, how hungry are we going to be spiritually? Yeah. You know, uh, my mom actually would read uh, Proverbs every single day. So she, oh, yeah. was, I mean, every day it was just like because there's thirty. So there's 31 <clears throat> Proverbs. And so she would just read one every single day. And so I grew up with the, those words over mm-hmm. and over in my mind. And, um, and it's really served me well. And I, I just would recommend, um, I have not carried that on as well. So I, I pro- that's something that would be good for me to resurrect in my life. But I just recommend those of you who have kids that you're either speaking into or, mm-hmm. or raising to just, you know, it's, it, what's what's funny about Proverbs too is that it will look sometimes like one verse contradicts the other, but it's actually not. It's like it's like there's different circumstances. Like this one might work for this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's so interesting how the Proverbs. You're like, wait, what a mi- wait, wait a minute. Yeah, like, what's happening here? Uh-huh. <laughs> you just said to do this, and then now you say not to do it. I'm so confused. But I know. But it's because they're they're principles, and mm-hmm. it is subjective a lot of times to what you know certain it is. situations. Well, and that's why we have to believe that all scripture is yes. God breathed and yes. used for the correction. Yes. Right? It is used for us in the moment at the time. Yeah. Yep. And we can recall that in our, from our 
our hearts and yep. be like, oh, that's scripture. Oh, it applies right it now applies because right that's now. what it, that's what it meant. Yep. Right. Um, also, <laughs> I love the verse in Colossians. I, I do think about this one a lot in my daily life. And it's one I memorized as a child. But Colossians 317 says, whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ giving thanks to God, the father through him. Mm. So like whatever you do, do yeah. it as onto the Lord as, and, and I, that is such a beautiful posture mm-hmm. to do whatever you're doing. So whatever, it doesn't matter what, what time of life you're in, yeah. what, um, decade or what, yeah. you know, what you're kind of going through, um, whether you are in this, in the throes of changing diapers and mm-hmm. hardly getting any sleep and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Or if you're like a grad student and you are working so hard on that yeah. or, or if you're, you know, a businesswoman or man, and you're mm-hmm. just really trying to, um, give God glory through all of your work and, and letting the people around you see oh, yeah. the fruit of the spirit in your life. That's so beautiful. just whatever you're doing. Yeah. I, God has definitely talked to me while I was changing diapers. Oh, amen. For sure. He's amen. talked to me while I'm doing dishes. Yes. He has talked to me when I'm folding a million yes. tiny little socks. Yep. I've been there. You know, everything we do, if we're doing it for the Lord. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this the other day because I was really challenged by someone who said that we overuse the word spiritual versus secular. We oh, overuse it I too much. More about this. And I was like, but why? It helps me. It helps me, right? Yeah. That Make distinctions, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that are outside of the light, right? That I consider of our, of our spiritual beings, like yeah. who, who are tied to the Holy spirit. And they said, if you are, there's no secular place where you are. Oh, because if, if you're carrying the light and carrying the Holy spirit and you're a spiritual being, mm, it is no yeah. longer a secular place. Oh, I've never, if even you're there, I really, and I really like kind of annoyed me. And I'm like, I hate these big generalized sayings that totally challenged the way I think. And then it's just like, but how? So then everything is sacred. So then everything is as sacred. A, as a child of God. As a child yeah. of God, everything yeah. is spiritual and sacred. Okay, right? But what does that mean practically? I know. And, I, and I've been thinking about this. I'm like, so I just enter a room. Okay, I get it. I'm carrying the Holy Spirit. So now the Holy Spirit is in the room, right? Is it a yeah. secular place, yeah. right? And I really have to be challenged oh to think God. about this. I'm but I have to like sit with this. One. I know <laughs> I'm still doing it, and I'm like, but it uh, does make me think. Like it really doesn't matter where where I am or what I'm doing. Like I really can be working for the Lord. Well, I okay. We're on all sorts of tangents. This I know is so much fun, <laughs> but okay. I I will say. When you think about the, the the story that immediately comes to mind is from the Old Testament with Daniel and then the three men who were put in the, the furnace. Yes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay. So I do, I can see how they had, they carried the, the spirit of God with them mm-hmm. and where, and they just were yeah. so strong in the middle of very pagan world. Yeah. And so they care. Yeah. They, they did carry the sacred with them mm-hmm. at all times. And I, so I mean, I can totally see myself talking to my kids about that. I have talked to them about that, that like, you know, when they felt like overwhelmed mm-hmm. by peer pressure or by just, I know, um, some of my kids have said like, 
I just don't like the spirit around me. Like the, you know, yeah. in the other kids in the school and mm-hmm. just some things like, I just don't enjoy that. Like yeah. it's hard for me. I, I want to avoid is. it. Yeah. And I'm like, but no, that's, that's part of just being light in the world. Like yeah. we're not, we don't get to avoid that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, you know, that would be a good thing to, to help that help your kids understand. Mm-hmm. Like when you walk in, no matter where you walk in, yeah. It's you're there. there because the Lord sent you and you're, you, you know, yeah. you have the light of Christ within you. And so it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, I could see people taking it too far. Yeah. As they would with anything, because sure. then you're like, well, I can go anywhere I want and it's Yeah, sacred. I can be doing anything I yeah, want like, and I'm it's gonna sacred. I'm going to go to a strip club. Yeah, yeah I know. You know like, Please do sorry. not, do not listen. To, <laughs> do not think that that is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm bringing the light of Jesus to all But that's these why these places. big generalized statements annoy <laughs> me like because I'm like, there's so much nuance there. We have to <laughs> get into this. You're like, that could break down. <laughs> yeah, that could really break down. We just yeah. learned a, heard a message recently about guarding our hearts and mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, being careful where we, what we do and what we watch and what we listen to and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. We, we still need to think carefully about Yes. Still <laughs> above all else, guard your heart yes. still applies. But that is such a fascinating, mm-hmm. I'm going to be but like meditating on that. I, I took it as like, okay, let's say I go get a job at an office somewhere. It's not a Christian yeah. company. It's not, right. and, and most Christians are not working in it's the true. church, right? Yeah. Our circle just happens to be a lot of ministry leaders working in churches, right? But most, most people Christians are. in the world are not. They're yeah. out there working for, you know, non-Christian companies and all of that. That, to me, that plays. It's like, okay, yes. you're, you can work for the Lord, no matter what you're Absolutely. doing. Yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah. So that's where I can tie it in and say, okay, yeah. that does make sense to me. Yeah. Because I used it. And actually, Brian, your husband, mm-hmm. Brian, for people who don't know. This is McKinsey, by the way. Sometimes people don't know who's talking. <laughs> we keep forgetting to <laughs> say who we are. I, McKinsey, uh, have been very blessed by uh, your husband, Brian, uh-huh. who has has a good way of saying this about all work can be work for the Lord. It doesn't matter what you're doing, you know? And it was in one of these, you know, I work in real estate and I'm like, I just want to, I want to be like working for the Lord and I want to be, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in an environment where I can just spend my days, you know, helping people and all that. And he's like, well, do that in real estate. Like, yeah, just, work for the Lord and sell houses. And this is a few years ago. So now that's what I do. Right. Like that's how I see it. But at the time I was like, Oh yeah. All right. Well, and I actually think that real estate and just the idea of helping people find homes and creating that beauty is one of the most beautiful things personally, because I mean, I think I brought it up here before, but that passage in Jeremiah 29, where it's like, okay, they're living in exile, but he says like, build homes and plant gardens yeah. and, and, um, you know, basically help your children get married and your grandchildren get married and all that kind of stuff. Like there's something so beautiful about just the simple art of living and mm-hmm. living well. And I know not everybody gets that privilege. I get that. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, all my privilege is showing, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, no matter where you live, yeah, what kind of we're we have this desire to beautify it and make it something special. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. Like I've, I've been in Africa where there were huts, little tiny huts and the way they took care of those huts and mm. the way that they, they used, like they had dirt floors and they would sweep them like yeah. with patterns and uh-huh. make it beautiful. I mean, Aww. so it's like, we just have it in us. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going. Yeah. That, I feel like I could decorate a cave for sure. Right? It's I, in me. Oh, I yeah. Totally do I that. would totally make it pretty. I would make it homey. <laughs> and so like, there's something about that. I think. We're trying to get back to Eden. We're trying to get back to that 
beautiful space. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I just think it, it all ties back to our, you know, kind of freedom from laziness. And part of the freedom is just finding the distinction between mm -hmm. what is laziness and what is avoiding and what is yeah. all of this. I was just confessing to a group of people that I have seasons in my life where I retreat because I'm going deep in my faith. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. And then I have seasons in my life where I'm retreating because I'm avoiding the pain of facing certain things. Yeah. And unfortunately, from the outside looking in, it looks the same. Yeah. And people don't know. I get that. Right. And, and I only you know. And only I know. But here's the deal. Yep. And I was telling them, I was like, find, find your Holy Spirit filled friends who will ask you the questions. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure you have asked me before. Are you hiding? <laughs> and it was so helpful because I don't honestly I'm think. I'm hiding in my sweatshirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have full permission to ask me the same question because we're kind of the same. Yeah, this, I right? know, right? So I was like, and I was telling them, so I'm like, I have a friend who will ask me the question, mm -hmm. you know, like, are you, are you depressed right now? Uh -huh. Like, what's you know, going on what's actually head? going on right now? <laughs> like find your people. So this, this plays with laziness, right? Yeah. Find some accountability behind it. Find the distinction yes. of the yes. motive of the, all of that, of what is laziness? What is idleness? And then what is rest? What is procrastination? Because perfection, what is all of that in your awesome. life? And find some accountability around it. I'm glad you said that because I think that's what people need to hear is first sit with the Holy Spirit when you ha when you hit one of those places. Like just what I just mentioned, that silly little example. Wait, is this the Holy Spirit speaking or is it my mother speaking from <laughs> 1992? Like, you know, <laughs> I love you, mom. Um, because it could be either. Like it could yeah. be like, you know, oh, you know what? You need to clean that up. You need to fix that. Or it could be the Holy Spirit saying, I want to teach you something. Mm -hmm. And so sitting with it and being willing to ask the question. Yeah. And then um, I want to, I want to, as we kind of wrap it up, I want to leave um, another verse that I think is so, so good. And it's in Luke 16, verse 10. Whoever can be trusted with very little mm. can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is that spirit of laziness, mm -hmm. that little seed. How is it showing up in your life? Mm -hmm. And how do you need to literally like destroy it? Yeah. And say, that's not the life I know God has for me. Yeah. We, we talk at all. We like, we want abundant life for all of us. Yes. And uh, a life of laziness is not it. No, no. So good. Thanks for joining us today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving us a review and sharing this with your friends? Come hang out with us on Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes.